Welcome to Beating Cancer Daily. Beating stage four cancer for 30 years still takes my breath away every time I say it. I'm Saren, founder of the Comedy Cures Foundation, and I hope you'll join me for just a few minutes daily for the next 365 days so we may laugh, learn, maybe cry a little as we live our best days beating cancer daily together. I am really excited to have this very personal conversation with comedian Missy Hall. You may know her from her comedy. You may know her from past Comedy Cures events, or you may just be in love with her because She has been doing this incredibly authentic and personal series of conversations with us on Beating Cancer Daily. And so I want to welcome back Missy Hall to Beating Cancer Daily. Hello. I am so honored and thrilled to be back. Missy, we have covered so much. And honestly, if you have not heard the prior episodes, You can just put Missy's name into the search engine and all her episodes will come up and you can real time follow through Missy's cancer journey. Yes, she's a professional comedian. Yes, she's done wonderful shows for Comedy Cures patients and caregivers and frontline workers. But Missy was diagnosed with cancer a few months ago and she has been so generous and gracious to talk to us through this whole cancer journey and also through finding her funny again and getting back on stage and headlining. And so I really urge you to hear every episode. But Missy, I asked you privately if we could talk about how you are rediscovering your body, your femininity, and also your intimate relationship with your husband. How is this going? It's all part of the healing process. It is. And you know what? I'm so glad we're talking about it because it's weird. You know, we've previously talked about how pre-diagnosis and now everything about the whole world feels different. And that my goodness, so many changes. First of all, I am so lucky in so far as intimacy is something that I'm able to talk about openly with my husband, whether sometimes we talk about it seriously, sometimes we just joke like, but I personally feel completely different. And you look different. I mean, I do. Honestly, I, that's what happens here. I look different, and my husband loves what everything looks like. He's like, oh, but I'm also I'm uncomfortable. Like I am physically uncomfortable, and there have been times when he's trying to entice me into a sexual experience, and I'll be like, I could not be less in the mood if I were falling out of a plane. Like I, <laughs> I just. It's not there. And then I get scared, right? I'm like, what if I never feel it again? So that's that's been a that's been a thing. I have to tell you that you are so new 
to this new normal of coming through cancer treatment. It's just been moments. There are people who don't even think about intimacy or try to have intimacy for a super long time. So the fact that it's even swirling around, now you have a very supportive husband and he, thank God, has been there for every step of the way. He's been a superhero actually, but there are people whose spouses or partners just check out. And I had one of those, you know, my partner at the time just could not cope with any of this. And so the fact that, you're just a few minutes out and you're already thinking about or having some intimacy is quite astounding. And just to know that people do wait a much longer time. So if you're feeling that you're not ready 100%, that is so normal. A, it's good to know that it's normal. And also for anyone out there, like, when you're feeling that and you're like, is this normal? Like, is this ever going to come back? I feel good knowing that I'm not alone in that. And I do not for one minute take for granted for the fact that I have such an open communication about it with my husband like that. That is wonderful because I, I know that I am blessed and lucky in that regard. It, it has been a shift because I think for the male, it, everything's the same, right? I think all of his parts are exactly the same as they were. And I think also his brain is exactly the same as it was before. I've spent months just literally physically guarding my breasts because of pain right? There's been changes in my hormones due to having to come off of one hormone and now going on a a thing that blocks all my estrogen to everything below the waist feels like it belongs to somebody else. It's all very, very different. Well, there's trauma. I mean, there's physical trauma to the body, right? That you're trying to heal. For anybody who hasn't heard my episode with Jackie Bryan, our health expert, please go back and listen to that. Whether you're male or female, it is really an unbelievably open discussion about what happens to your vagina in particular as you go through cancer treatment, but also as you age. And it's all about health. It's about keeping that part of your body very vital and well. And I can tell you that there are such shifts that happen from the stress of all of this, from the radiation, from the medicines, from being thrown into menopause. Like there are real changes. So if you feel different, that is normal. And I wanted to stress one other thing. I personally wanted to become sexually active as soon as possible, just out of defiance to the cancer, (laughs) just out of defiance (laughs) to the system, out of defiance to the fact that I was so bombarded with chemo, radiation, surgeries. And I just said, cancer, 
You can take part of my body. You can take my hair. You will not take my libido. Even (laughs) if I have to fake it till I make it, like you will not rob my libido. And so I actually like aggressively went in the opposite side, like where's Carmen San Diego was like, <laughs> where's Saren's libido? Let's get it back. And then I did everything possible to stay as vaginally healthy as possible. And so that was just my weirdo approach to it. But for people who feel like that sounds like a violation and they want more time just to be in their own little cocoon of not being touched or not being looked at sexually, that's all normal too. So I just feel like we need to just talk about that. Yes. Yes. Because I had listened to that episode and I forwarded it to my husband. I don't think he's listened to it yet, but it was so sweet because he knows that I'm going for products that are all natural and approved. And one day when I mentioned that I was interested in trying to have sex, but I really, it was uncomfortable and painful. He went out and surprised me with like an all natural form of a lubricant. And I'm like, well, if that's not <laughs> so sweet, so sweet. I'm like, who needs flowers when your husband <laughs> lube? You know, like, um, <laughs> okay, I know this is making it on stage. It's got to. It's this is this is going from <laughs> Cancer Daily to the stage for sure yeah. because it's sweet, but there's also like a whole Valentine's thing. Yes. You can create a line of products on it, and he was so proud of the ingredients. He's like, "Look, I read the label." And just picturing this man who loves me so much standing in that aisle of whatever store he had gone to, I'm like, if there's anybody that deserves sex, it's him, right? (laughs) I know people who have actually, and I'm not saying this is a good idea, but I have had patients who have told me that they said, I need a year to heal. I I cannot even think about this. I don't even want the pressure of this. And they've given their partner, whether they were male or female, the license to go out and experience whatever they wanted to experience. But they did not want any sexual pressure on them in any way, shape or form. And I'm, I'm not condoning that or judging it. I'm just saying that I've even heard that too. Wow. Yeah, and again, what works for different couples. Wow. That's a big one. I, I'm lucky again, my husband had said to me, he's like, Missy, don't worry about it. He's like, if he's like, that's such a small part of our relationship to which I was like, well, that's kind of insulting. Yeah. (laughs) I was also going to say there's a size joke there. Yeah. I was like, oh, too much, too much, too many jokes. He's like, no, he's like, I don't, he was very, he's very concerned about making me feel pressured. So there's also that kind of tap dance of like, okay, let's try it now. You know what? Nope. I'm not into this. I, I don't, it's. Yeah. Again, fortunately, he and I can both blurt those things out and nobody's feelings are hurt, but it has been a whole another new level. There's also so many intimate things that can happen that don't involve penetration. So just to start thinking about 
small steps back to intimacy. Maybe it's couples massage. You're not doing the act of sexual intercourse. Just start slowly. Maybe it's a foot massage. There's a way to ease back into touching and into intimacy so that you're not like going for the 200 pound weight you know, walking back in the gym and trying to pick up a 200 pound weight. So you start with five pounds first, five pounds of intimacy (laughs) first. (laughs) That's your your next book title, five pounds of intimacy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I just think there's a way to do it. And I know that you guys have this banter and sense of humor that that can also diffuse some of the conversations because you both are comedians and you can break that tension I just want people to know that everything that you are experiencing is so normal. It's your normal and it's okay. And some people actually go to professional therapists, sex therapists or PTs. There are trained physical therapists at your hospital who are experts in sexual health and sexual wellness. And you can request an appointment with somebody who is really skilled in helping you get back into the world of intimacy. And you don't have to be ashamed of it. There are so many changes that happen in the body that make you not want to desire intercourse or to be touched. And there are real changes that happen within the vagina that cause it to be painful. And it can be anything from dehydration there to vaginal collapse to pelvic floor issues. So you really want to address it and to actually get consultation sooner rather than later so that you really do keep the vagina very healthy. And the same thing with a man who is experiencing erectile dysfunction because of the trauma and the treatments of certain cancer experiences. So this goes for men and women. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where you... I, for one, wasn't expecting so much change vaginally from this. I didn't know that that was going to be so different. And and it's, I don't know about you, but I get to a point where there were so many things where I'd have to explain, well, because of can't, like, it just felt like I was adding to the list of complaints. And I didn't, I felt bad saying, well, I'm tired because of this cancer treatment. I'm depressed because of this cancer treatment. I'm in pain or whatever. And then to also go like, oh, by the way, my vagina doesn't feel right. Just, I feel like I don't like to be a complainer. And what I have to remember and what I hope other people remember is these are actual things. We're not making up a list of things. Those are actual real things. And I I'm counting on it not being forever, (laughs) but I do talk about it in my relationship and I have been trying things and I am noticing you were talking about doing other things. Like last night, I tend to like to not be touched when I'm sitting and watching TV. I think a lot of that has to do with hot flashes and stuff. 
But last night I noticed I just kind of laid on my husband's lap and just, I hadn't really been that close to his body in a way that wasn't just side by side or him helping me in or out of a chair. You know, when I first got back from surgeries, I was like, oh yeah, I remember this feels nice. Like I'm familiar with this leg. I'm familiar with having my head up against his stomach. I'm familiar with his hand on my shoulder. And that felt really like a restoration of intimacy to me. I did an episode on stretching and I've mentioned it a couple times that my husband and I just started this stretching ritual where in the morning before I get ready for work, I lay down on a yoga mat and he literally stretches me. Now I can stretch myself, but it's just an interesting way to stay connected. It's intimate, but it's not like super sexual, but it just is so personal. And so we often laugh when we're doing it because it's just funny, another person stretching another person. But maybe just try a little bit of stretching or a foot massage or a head rub, something that is just a hand rub. Like it's just so minor. And it eventually those feelings are going to come back. I remember them telling me that I wouldn't have breast sensation anymore. I wouldn't have nipple sensation anymore. And you know what? By the grace of God, I do. And I'm just really feel blessed that that came back. So anything is possible. Like I'm a faith-filled person. And I say at the end of the day, God knows, you know what I mean? Nobody can really predict a hundred percent. It's really between us and the creator of what ultimately transpires. But I'll be really curious to see what you end up writing about. This is such a weird old phrase. Get him back in the saddle. <laughs> yes. You know what? I And I do need to write about that. I have absolutely no sensation in my breasts. Yeah. So that's another thing, like none, zero. And this came up the day with the crooked nipples appointment, which people can go back and listen to. She's like, well, can you, how's the feeling there? I'm like, nothing. I'm like, you could pierce them, like nothing. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, don't be sorry. The cancer's out. But she was explaining to me that nerves grow back. What is it? A millimeter a year. I'm like, so by the time I'm 87, maybe I'll feel my nipples again. (laughs) But um, That would be, we should celebrate at 87. You know, that's what I always say. We should celebrate. Or, you know, till 87. Missy, Absolutely. I love you. I always catch you before you have to go on stage. So I just want to say, I love talking to you. I love the honesty that you come to Beating Cancer Daily with. I just, every time we speak, I just get to really relive the whole journey that I had and to be all these years out, 30 years since I was misdiagnosed and 24 years since I was diagnosed and then 20, uh, 21, 22 years since I've been cancer-free. It's just a miracle how you can just go back into that world and and just know the blessings that, that can happen. So I wish that your libido knocks on the door 
Yes. <laughs> Doesn't have to happen right away. I, I pray that you get full breast sensation back and that you know that where you are is exactly where you are and you don't have to be anywhere else and just let your body heal and be so good to you and just thank your husband, be grateful and thank your husband for being supportive and funny and that he is understanding. We should all have had partners that were that understanding. And if you don't have a partner that's understanding or your partner is being abusive about you not being ready or able, please seek help from a professional And if you do need help from domestic violence hotlines, please call there. This is a very fragile time and you should be able to heal the way you need to heal. And we're here for you. You can go to comedycures.org and we can send you Missy's contact information if you'd like to follow the live show she does on Facebook with her husband or go to her social media and follow her postings. Or if you want to just talk to us, you can record a message to us at comedycures.org or you can write to us through the contact menu. We are here for you. And Missy, it is just such an honor to share these conversations with you. Thank you so, so much. And I just, I hope that these conversations help people that that are living through this or who have lived through this. And I'm so grateful, so grateful to get to be here. So thank you. The feedback just is that they can't wait for you to come on and do an episode and keep us abreast of what you're doing in the comedy world and how you're thinking about this journey, because it's stimulating other people to think about their pain and their suffering and their experiences with cancer in a funnier way. And so you are just doing, you know, you're just doing God's work. So have a great show tonight. Just know that the endorphins that we get when we're on stage in front of a live audience, that energy that's coming back and forth between us and the audience, that's endorphins in your body. That's like a runner's high. That's very similar to the endorphins produced when you are intimate and you're excited. So I would just say from personal experience, you might want to take that energy that you're feeling from the stage and sneak right home and have an intimate moment with your husband because you'll feel less fragile. And I'm not saying that maybe your vagina will or won't hurt or be sensitive, but you're going to be hyperactivated. And that's similar to hyperactivation that happens in foreplay. So that might be a really interesting time to experiment. And if you just explain to your husband that, you know, you're just experimenting, (laughs) you're not committing to the full act, but just want to see what it feels like to come off a stage and then have intimacy. It would be really interesting for you to try that. And you know what, if nothing else, it'll make for a great comedy bit. 
Oh, exactly. Exactly. Like, honey, this is a two for one night. You get a show and then a show. (laughs) (laughs) Now, just for somebody listening, maybe you got to go to an open mic night and then go home. No, I, I, I'm not, I'm not recommending that anybody try to go on stage, but it's just for insider comedy speak. I just thought of that and I would love personally to hear how that goes for you. I'm like, Jeremy, hold on. I got to call Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I get one phone call. I got to call. I got to call Sarah. (laughs) I love you, girl. I love you too. (laughs) And I can't wait till you come back again. Thank you. Have a blessed day and I'll see you tomorrow. If you loved today's episode, then tell the world. Why? Because Beating Cancer Daily and our membership circle are both a listener and donor-supported experience. So the more people you tell and the more people that join us, the more robust and interesting programs our nonprofit, the Comedy Cures Foundation, can bring to you throughout the year. I really want you to go to ComedyCures.org. And of course, I always want you to make a donation. It's tax deductible to the extent allowed by law. But what's super exciting is not only can you laugh and explore the comedy there, you can look at our membership levels and find the one that's great for you. And if you're feeling a little bit generous, gift one to a chemo brother or sister or to a caregiver that you just want to help them improve the quality of their day. Thanks so much. See you tomorrow. Guess what time it is. It's time for me to read the disclaimer. Beating Cancer Daily and the Membership Circle are not in lieu of medical advice or treatment. They are for entertainment purposes only. Please consult your healthcare team to review your best strategy. Thanks for listening.